Sports. It's fumbling around with Matt Penridge. I'm Andy Reid. And I'm Matt Penridge. <laughs> I'm Andy Reid. <laughs> this is Fumbling Around. All right. Okay. We have a very special episode today. We do. First time ever, we have two people in the studio. Yeah. Well, we have four. We have two guests in the studio. Yeah. To my right, to Andy's left, we have fellow improviser Jeff Smike. Hello. How's it going, Jeff? It's going very good. Nice. Let me turn you up, Jeff. Sure. Turn it up. How does that sound? How do I sound? Ooh. There are the levels. Is that better? Yeah. That's why it didn't work before. Can I had it all out of whack. <laughs> yeah. I can hear you now. Cool. But we're not going to retape that. Yeah. Jeff's mic. Good <laughs> to see good. you. Very. very I'm, I'm excited to be here. This is really cool. Awesome. And also, for the first time ever, a non-fellow improviser. An actual person who knows things about sports. Yes. Nice. It's... Uh, Mike <laughs> Spath, who is the host of Inside the Huddle with Michael Spath on WTK 1050 in Ann Arbor. It's an actual radio station, Holy and smoke. you actually host a show on it. I do. I do. But you guys are putting me to shame right now. So well, <laughs> yeah. I, like the, I like the opening. The, yeah, this is a very, mine. very yeah. professional situation. We know exactly what we're doing. So, yeah. Especially yeah. with the moonlighting. In right? Here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, um, Mike I like and the I, fish tank, too, with all the, the, the sharks in it. That's yeah. pretty cool. We yeah, have yeah. a live studio audience. Yeah. As usual. <laughs> Whisper quiet. Um, the two of us worked together for like four years. It was probably the longest five years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> because you worked with him or for other like, Oh, yeah. No. Uh, no, just honestly, every year after like the first year was probably the longest year of my life. <laughs> we had a boss that both of us couldn't stand. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're Wait, just getting right into it. Worked where? At uh, the, the Wolverine, Wolverine Magazine oh, okay. in Ann Arbor. I always picture like the boss of like magazines and newspapers, like the boss in Spider-Man. Is that, is that accurate? <laughs> Jonas, like mustache. Jonah Jameson, is that his name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's. I'm trying to think of who'd be a good comparison. Like, if you think of um, in The Incredibles and <laughs> Craig T. Nelson's character, Mr. Incredible, he's got that boss. It's real short and it gets in his face all the time. And then finally, he like punches him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. that's that was our boss okay. with a southern drawl. Yeah. Okay. And literally half an inch thick glasses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't give him a hard time that because he was like legally blind. Yeah. But he used to he used to have his pants wood throughout the day. <laughs> They would get like twisted, so they kept like getting twisted and twisted and to the point where like his his zipper was like almost like over his left thigh. And well, he would only come like twice a year, and yeah. then it would because uh, he lived in uh, the Durham. South Durham. North Carolina. Yeah, and, yeah. He was oh. twerking before it was twerking. Oh. He was. Did he own it or did he just he owned it? Your, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Michael. That's not a yeah. bad one. Michael, don't give me a peanut butter sandwich and tell me it's turkey. <sighs> Is that a real? Yeah. No, no, no. But he did. He did have a. Fa- I had a famous one where he, uh, one time, he called me stupid, and he's like, "Michael, I, I ain't calling you stupid, but if you're too fucking stupid to understand, I ain't calling you stupid, and then you're just stupid." Uh, I don't yeah. do a southern accent very well, but yeah, that's... it was fun. Other than, I mean, uh, the two of us had an office with another guy. We shared like a workspace. And it got a little fratty in there. It Plus, certainly did. We had a, we had a good time. <laughs> Andy was kind of a mess. Sure. Um, but yeah, all the times we went to football games and hockey games and basketball. I mean, it's a it's a fun gig. It really is. Yeah. Whether you have an 
obnoxious asshole of a boss or not. And the good thing was that he lived in Durham, North Carolina. So he very rarely <laughs> didn't have to see him came up here to the point where we ever had to deal with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost at that point it gets excited to see him, you know, like, no, to see no, him. no, 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 no. I'll tell you that right now. No, no, <laughs> no. But at least we, we, every time he came up, we would go, we would go to cottage Inn. yeah, to get pizza. And one day at cottage, cottage Inn the other day, yeah. one day at cottage Inn, one Shout day at bagger Dave's. And then, uh, we get into here the same joke every time. Oh, well, I had baked spaghetti, so I don't have to eat dinner tonight from yeah. my other colleague. <laughs> it was an interesting work environment. Interesting work environment, certainly. Um, hey. Well, what were you going to say, well, Andy? Uh, you know, we worked in the area of college sports, and today was kind of like a national holiday for college oh. sports. It really is. There are people that friggin' take work off for National Signing Day just so they can follow all the bullshit that happens. Ooh. Yeah, and that happened today. National Signing Day, which is the first day uh, high school or people can sign for college football. Yeah, correct. Is it just football? Was it just yeah, just football just, today? The yes. Basketball and hockey takes place in November. In fact, Jeff, well, you probably had a national letter of intent day your senior year of high school, or probably what wasn't really your senior year of high school because kids all kind of do crazy things with the college hockey. Jeff yeah. played uh, college hockey for Western Michigan. I was actually a walk-on. So oh, okay, so oh, then, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you missed out on National <laughs> the Signing Day. Then wonderful yep. pageantry. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a. It's, I think you got it right. I mean, it's a shit show. Oh I mean, yeah. There was plenty of shit show things that happened today. Yeah. Michigan State had quite a day. I didn't actually follow much of Michigan State. No. All right. No, they had was... two major things happen today. Okay. They expected a kid from Florida to sign with them today. And his letter wasn't coming in, and they were like, what was going on? Um, he, They found out from his coach that he was not going to sign today. He is, in fact, not enrolled in high school anymore, and that he had he's working through an arrest. And they all they found out about this on National Signing Day. Wow. And then, like an hour later, this kid who had been committed as a preferred walk-on to Northwestern, they offered him a full scholarship to come to Michigan State. And he is like, mm, I'm going to walk on at Northwestern instead. That's, <laughs> pretty rough day. Yeah, that is a pretty <laughs> rough day. My goodness. Like, I, yeah, I was honestly, this was a very interesting national signing day for me because I, for the last 15 years, being with the Wolverine and the Wolverine.com, like, I have followed it religiously intensely. Well, today I was told that I didn't have to do my radio show because they were doing like a six hour oh, special. Oh, yeah. So I actually had the day off. And I tell you what, like, I spent little time with it. I caught up on Twitter, but I went to the gym. I went to breakfast at Zingerman's. I went, just, I went and did yoga. I came out of yoga, and, and it was like 11 o'clock, and like I had 15 text messages from my brother and friends going, awesome, then we got Aubrey Salmon. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, man. Well <laughs> awesome. done. All right. Well yeah. done. Uh, you just passed the buck to Sam and Ira? Yeah, that's what they they wanted to do. It. They wanted to have a six-hour special, so <laughs> awesome. I just let it go. Oh, so. yeah. It's, it is, I always said, like while I was working at the Wolverine, recruiting is my least favorite thing that i have to deal with i hate i just it's kind of icky it's yucky my least favorite thing to deal with was andy reed oh well <laughs> you got to have but it after last, that it was recruiting <laughs> you got to have the last two years at the you know, magazine andy reed free then <laughs> yeah actually there's something missing there's something missing yeah, something i couldn't yell at yeah exactly <laughs> national signing day is supposed to is supposedly the nfl draft of college football right i mean on on May 1st or May 2nd, whenever the NFL draft is held, every team, 32 teams in the NFL, all think that they're getting that next guy that's going to put them over the edge. They're going to be the Atlanta Falcons of 2017. They're going to be 
who else was good? The Oakland Raiders of 2017. And for college football, everybody signed, you know, 16 to 20 to 25 to 30 kids. And whether you're at Northwestern or you're at Duke or you're at Cal or you're at Michigan or Alabama, you think that this is the class yeah. that's going to take you to a championship. When really the only class that is that is Alabama's. Yeah. Yeah, every year. I think they what had you to... can do though, like Michigan had the Sklar brothers at theirs today. Yeah, like correct. They, you turn it into this huge event and then it becomes a this recruiting yeah. tool in, I don't, in I and don't, of itself. I didn't watch the one this year. The, they did the first one of those last year and they had like Rick Flair right. but and if you Tom were Brady. In high school, if you were in high school, cool. you would be aware of this. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the only good I personally just couldn't give a shit about national and that's fine yeah i like i didn't follow much of it today i just like this the fun stories but alabama had a four-star that has been committed to him for three months or something and today they told him they didn't think they had any room for him. for him yeah <laughs> that's like that's just such a shitty thing to do to a kid but even yep. like the nfl draft like people go crazy about the later rounds analyzing it and all that and it's just like oh man i don't know in some way, it's it's going to either bear out or not. But well, here's an interesting thought: is everybody wants to point out Tom Brady was, was a six, six round rounder. pick, right, in the 2002 NFL draft or the 2000 yeah 2002 NFL draft. But and they say like you know you can find a, a gem in the in the late rounds. But go back to the sixth round in 2002, and how many other players are in the NFL? <laughs> right. I don't think there's probably there's I mean I don't know for sure but there's probably maybe one how many right. probably uh, zero how many players from last sixth round yeah. are still in the probably NFL not, probably like, not many <laughs> or even or even if like even if you even if every sixth round had a star which is not even true but if it did you're not going to know for another five years I mean Tom Brady happened pretty quick but you won't know you're not going to be right it's not like you analyze the draft and you know who the superstar in the sixth round yeah, is or they else got lucky yeah I don't know I think most um, of it's on luck for sure. I mean, there's some, there's only so, so much recruiting, recruiting can take you, you know. Yeah, that's what uh, the big thing about Draymond Green, who plays basketball player, but plays for the Golden State Warriors. Like he got drafted late, and now there's like all these rumors after the fact. All these GMs and stuff are like, yeah, like I wanted to take him, but my owner wouldn't let me. Like all <laughs> kinds of weird stories like that. Like coaches, like I really wanted Draymond, yeah. but the GM didn't. And like now, I don't know. And then there's Darko. Milicic, right? Yeah. Who the Pistons yeah. take with the third overall pick? Every that GM wanted ogre. him. Yeah, every every GM wanted him. <laughs> that. People were saying that he was better than Carmelo and better than Dwayne Wade. And His how blonde did that work highlights out? really attracted <laughs> the crowd. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt he was going to bring that big wooden club with him to yeah. the, the arena. It was bad. That ogre. There's just one guy who is in Serbia or wherever he's from, and just sending reports back to <laughs> like somebody gave him ten thousand dollars. Like send Joe Dumars a message that he's the best player you've ever seen. He's like, okay, deal. Uh, but one more note on uh, National Signing Day. Okay, name of the year, name of the oh, decade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Illinois State, an FCS team, signed a kid. Uh, first name Kobe, which is a type of beef. Last name, Buffalo Meat. One word. His Come name on. is Kobe Buffalo Meat, and he is my new favorite college football player. Why I have to... that family not change their last name? <laughs> Buffalo Meat. Where One did they word. even get that last name? I'm I mean, assuming he is that's fake. That's <laughs> Native American fake. of some sort. I mean, I did have a friend one time whose first name was Dick, and his last name was In Vagina. So, yeah. In Vagina. In Vagina. Yeah. It's Swedish. Good Lord. <laughs> Um, um yeah you, what no. you got anything no huh no uh you go. i got something yeah it's america's favorite segment oh shit and 
Jeff, you play hockey. This is about hockey. Hockey. <laughs> Segway. Um, this is a ske- sketch. It's not a sketch. It's, it's a a America's segment. longest running podcast segment. Yes, and it has a different name every time. Today it's uh, <laughs> 2017 Red Wings playoff watch. They've been and? in the playoffs for 25 seasons. Absolutely. In a row. As you know, Andy Reid. Uh, last week they were 20, 19, and 9. This week they're 20, 21, and 9 in 16th place, seven points out of the playoffs. It's uh, no bueno. No bueno. It is no bueno. Oh, no. It is the only time like that has ever been spoken about hockey, I think. No bueno. <laughs> no bueno. Yeah. <laughs> You've never heard that in the hockey ring for sure. <laughs> But, yeah, it's really, really starting to look like, A, they're not going to make the playoffs, and, B, they probably shouldn't and try to get a draft pick. Mm. It's not good. Uh, I, but, they, you know, this is always happens to them, I feel like, and they always end up pulling it out at the end of the season. They get on a winning streak, you know, like – they got till April first, pretty much, you know, they April eighth, I think, you know. So and they're all they they are actually last place in the conference and still only seven points out of yeah, the playoffs. I, like I, I don't think they have a chance. No I don't chance. think so either. But I think this is the year. They're just especially lately. They've just been all. I don't know. They can't climb past five hundred. Now they're below five hundred. They're just starting now to like adapt to this whole like uh, you know. I think they're starting to get it with like they've always been like the veteran team, you know, with the veterans, heavy veterans and stuff like that. And they're just they got some of these young guys that are really lighting it up. Larkin and Mantha, Mantha, like they brought on halfway yeah. through the season or something. He's lighting it up. And, so, uh, do you think that should be what they build on now? Instead of they've always been a team with old people, right? Yeah. Like, should they just uh, bet on Larkin and those dudes and start building for the next phase? I mean, you know, Larkin's a good person to have. He's kind of like your Sidney Crosby, you know. He's that's all kid. he really brings is like uh, he's he brings skill, you know, and speed, but he doesn't bring grit, you know. Like he's kind of a pansy. He got in that one fight at the beginning of the season, which was pretty cool. Held his own. Uh, you know who else? But was you a pansy? need grit, man. You need guys that are going to go into the corners and bang it out. Who? Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky <laughs> was up. But he played, pansy. He played he in was. a different era. You could be a pansy in the 80s. Absolutely. Can you not yeah. be a pansy now? <laughs> you cannot be a pansy now. <laughs> not really. No. I mean, like, not you know, back you then you could be a pansy and a, a high score and a high score, dan- you know, like a, a real. Uh, you, you also know. had you also had the the muscle that protected you. That's what it's like, exactly what I was going to say. You almost had like your own bodyguard if yeah. you were that type of player. I mean, Bob Probert was literally Steve Eiserman's bodyguard. Like. Yeah. And a I coke addict. That's but, what the yeah. red wing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's most bodyguards. I think got to keep a, know. you know a powdered nose, you know, to keep a <laughs> right. edge on, you know. So we need a we need the Red Wings need a six seven guy that's addicted to painkillers and cocaine and will just throw fists at. Other I would people. say two or three of them. I would <laughs> yeah. say one for each yeah. line at least. Maybe a defenseman too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta that was my like honestly like. Uh, 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 Holmstrom, Thomas Holmstrom was like probably probably one of my favorite great uh, and like I think one of the greatest hockey players, or whatever. But that was like what I that was my role. What he you did. were an enforcer? Uh, well, no, I, I literally I was uh, an annoyance. You know, yeah. I would sit in front of the net, <laughs> okay. sit in front of the net, take a beating, never retaliate, and but I would score these bullshit rebound goals. These garbage. <laughs> this could goals, be a topic man. for another day for your show. But who is the better mucker, the better uh, guy in front of the net of all time? Thomas Holmstrom or Dino Cicerelli? Or Jeff's Mike. Uh, well, <laughs> I have a, a strong hatred for Dino Cicerelli. Oh. Uh, 
I don't even want to go. I don't mean like. No, let's first get of all, into it. Let's talk about my buddy Joshua, who uh, banged his daughter probably about uh, a good five oh, years man. ago. Hey, uh, uh, probably more than that now. I'm so old. But uh, down fifteen thirty mark. We were probably go back like and edit something, something out. No way. Keep it in. We need to know. Well, this. Yeah. What, what is the what is the language we're allowed to use? I already used dick. You so. can say whatever you want. Oh, yeah. This well, is on the internet, baby. Okay. Are we just talking about? Are we? Uh, are you worried about Dino Cicerelli coming after you? No. <laughs> I'm worried you know about what? right here. I've got an email in. He's going to be on the podcast soon. Oh, perfect. I love All right, that. You He's know a creep, man. Right now, I that this is our official beef. This is the fumbling around official, official beef is with Dino Cicerelli for no reason. <laughs> Let's just start one uh, right now. Well, I, I can give All you right. a reason why. He dates like a 25-year-old girl, <laughs> and it's my, my buddy's sister from high school. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. He... Trisha Fox is her name. Is she hot? <laughs> she is smoking hot. How old is Dino Cicerelli? Probably in his fifties. Oh, he's got to be at least. Yeah, I think he's probably like maybe a little bit younger than my dad. I also think his restaurant sucks. Which so. way? Yeah, well, that, his... it goes back to Club Twenty Two, which I used to uh, attend or whatever with my buddy and uh, my buddy Joshua was much better hitting on girls than I was, but <laughs> end up like taking this girl home and I was like, yeah, I, just, I had sex with Dino Cicerelli's daughter or whatever. Like took her <laughs> took her home from her dad's own club. Wow. Well, that's wow. mad props to that yeah. guy. But like, yeah. Uh, I, that aside, uh, I did like Dino Cicerelli back in the day. But yeah, just knowing this about him, and he would like always creep on these younger girls and stuff in his club. But I, I used to love Bobby Higginson from the Tigers, and then there was a he was in town with Kid Rock and Chris Chelios and somebody else at the. And they were at Connor O'Neill's in Ann Arbor. Wow. And my brother's like best friend, he's there with his wife, and his wife like goes up to Bobby Higginson, and it's just like you know. I'm I'm a huge fan. We've been going to games for a long time. My husband and I were like, just can I get your autograph? And he's like, well, Why don't you just come back to my hotel? And <laughs> and she's like, I'm I'm been married for two years. And he's like, so that what? So what? You're oh a big fan. God. <laughs> and so then she walked away from him. And ever since then, I'm like, fuck Bobby Higginson, man. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's all those experiences you have with maybe someone that. I don't want to say because I'd never idolized Bobby Higginson, but like even like Steve Eiserman, like Steve Eiserman seems like an upstanding guy, right? He absolutely is. But like you have all these celebrities, all these sports people that you think are great people, and then you actually get to know them, you're like, wow, this guy's just as shitty as uh, mm-hmm. as my next door neighbor that I can't stand. <laughs> so maybe he is my next door neighbor, right? Yeah, it's uh, and it's kind of a letdown too, especially when you're inspired by somebody like that, you know? And like yeah. I remember I had uh, an op- opportunity as a kid. Um, a family friend knew one of the Illich kids and I got to get back into the um, like concourse area after the wings were leaving a game or whatever. This is 97 uh, wings Stanley yeah. cup team, right? It was after Dallas stars game and they're all coming out of the locker room. Each one's giving me an autograph, you know, and you could tell like the ones that I felt it even as a kid, like which ones did not want to talk to me and just <laughs> wanted to go the fuck home, you know? <laughs> and like, absolutely. But like, Guys like Shanahan, uh, there was Martin Lapointe, Steve Eiserman, all took the time to like really intake a picture and talk and like. Uh, I believe it's Martin Lapointe. Martin Lapointe. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, fun fact about him: he could bench the most weight on the team during that time. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't tell you how much it was, but is 250 a lot? Yeah, no. it would be for me. No. Would be it <laughs> would also be not, yeah. not for a professional. No, athlete. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I guess I'm, for a hockey player, yes. For like a football player, no. I like, can't even remember what the hell I yeah. bench. I mean, <laughs> like I a ton. Is it like is like a ton? Is that right? Yeah, like two hundred maybe. He benched I like think a ton. I benched? Yeah, I don't know, I'm yeah. sure he weighed two hundred or less. Yeah, so or, you're doing more yeah, than yeah. your body weight. Yeah. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we have a couple of people that know the world of college hockey here with us, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool because it is a a world a subset within sports that doesn't get a lot of attention, but it has a rabid following. That when, when you get into it, it is uh, it's a fun world to kind of follow and and uh, be a part of. Jeff played hockey at Western. Hey yo. And uh, Michael uh, covered University of Michigan hockey for over a decade, right? Yeah, too long. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I was. Uh, I did a little bit of hockey, not so much at the magazine, but uh, at the at Michigan Daily, I did a little bit. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's it's just it's a world where when you go to the championship, there is at least one fan from every uh, fan base from every school in the country goes just because it's the event of the year. Well, that's, and that's a crazy thing too, is if you look at the regionals that take place in college hockey and college hockey, NCAA treats it like it's college basketball, which it shouldn't. So they have regionals that are like these random sites that are not on college campuses. So you have like Fort Wayne, Indiana, there's no program in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You have Albany, New York. There's no program in Albany, New York, Uh, Milwaukee, Newport, uh, Connecticut, right? Green Bay. Yeah. Like there's all these bad places. And when they go there, Grand Rapids, there's never, you have four teams there, and in in an arena that holds 10,000, you might have like 3,000 fans. It's just god-awful. There's no no atmosphere. There's no electricity. But then fast forward two weeks, and you go to the Frozen Four in a stadium that's 20,000, 22,000. When they had it at Ford Field in Detroit a couple years ago, it was 40,000, and the entire place is sold out. Yeah, it's crazy. And it doesn't make any sense that... That these regionals don't have any attendance, and then the Frozen Four has a huge attendance. It's because you have sixty something f- programs. Each one of them has a hardcore following of five hundred to a thousand people, and all five hundred of those people go to the Frozen yeah. Four. Mm-hmm. And they—it's almost like uh, people. They somebody will love Bemidji State hockey, and they might not have any chance at making the Frozen Four, but they know that the Frozen Four is. Their mecca, kind of. So they people like Bemidji State fans yeah, will save like up March Madness all year. Yeah. yeah, but then you don't have like St. Mary's fans saving up to go to the Final Four. It's you know it would be like that if there was uh, somebody from every basketball program, some fan from every basketball program yeah. was in Phoenix or whatever. But the thing about college hockey, it's a little bit different than college basketball, is that out of the sixty programs, and and Jeff, you could speak to this, is that everybody in college hockey has a chance. Absolutely. I mean, you look at Quinnipiac coming out of nowhere. You look at Bemidji State a Ferris, couple years ago. Right, Ferris, Ferris State has been, has been in the you know. in the championship game. Uh, you know, Western <laughs> Michigan's yeah, one. Of, like, I mean, well, yeah, everybody has that, a chance. The year that I played was like honestly, like it felt like because the year before I played, they the it was a very I think they were like five and something, like five something and something, and it was they had very minimal wins, and then we went end up going almost five hundred, just below five hundred. I think the year that I played oh three oh four, and. Um, that was like almost like I remember like some of the kids that I played with like it was like the start of this. I was like a part of this whole new uh, uh, program for Western Michigan hockey and like look at it now they're ranked like ninth I think right now in the NCAA. So yeah, and like, imagine how much further they they've would only be got if you better. Stayed there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we had a big win against uh, against the University of Michigan I believe the year I was there. I didn't play in the game unfortunately because that was one after the injury, but. Uh, yeah, it was so like, we had like a real a couple really good wins in our year, and and I think it's only gone uphill from then. You know, I, I will say Michigan hockey is known for having pretty vulgar fans, but I don't know if I've ever oh, been fans. to a game where 
it's like I I'm probably gonna see a fight more than that uh, Western game. There's no there, other place I love playing <laughs> yeah. more than Yost they, Arena. I'll really? tell you what, I love Yost Arena yeah. so much, and like just the way it's designed, and like you almost feels like an old timey like. I, I'm never. My dad used to tell me like stories about the old Olympia, but like how the stands were like almost straight up, and you like you could see like you were on top of the ice, you know. And that's kind of like reminds me how Yost is a little bit. But I got kicked out of Yost Arena right once. Yeah. Is there is there a venue that you have not been kicked out of? Well, I was gonna say is it like after hours, <laughs> like you're like moving no, around. Um, my senior my senior year, they tried to crack down on the goodbye chant. So for those of you that don't know, um, when uh, an opponent gets send somebody to the penalty box at Yoast, all the fan all the students go they, they they do the hello see ya and every year they tack on another cuss word cuss word um so i think when my when i ended it was oh see ya chump dick wussy douchebag asshole cheater bitch whore slut cocksucker ski polar was the year that was my senior year now it'll I'm be kind of an old guy what's a ski polar two dicks at once <laughs> <laughs> okay um and they were trying to get people to stop saying that. And I decided one game to uh, wear my chicken suit, my Halloween costume, and bring one game? a... game? I think this has been a fairly common occurrence for you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. if I had a chicken and, suit, I'd probably... And bring my megaphone. Yeah. I believe and, you did tell this story on the podcast. Oh, have I? A couple of times. Oh. Well, was this the one well finish it, please. I want to know. Yeah, yeah I have already right. told this one. Sorry, okay. Katie. Or Just real one. quick, real quick, what happened to you? Uh, I got booted, and then my parents... Because uh, you were starting the chant, or no? Just because be- they- he was easily identifiable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's probably a thousand students chanting, but not a thousand students dressed wearing up like a chicken, chicken suit. So, yeah, yeah. But I was, I was also there when Jack Johnson's dad started the dance, which is oh, now one of the man, greatest was- student. Uh, traditions. traditions at Michigan. Wow! I so saw we owe one good thing to Jack Johnson. I guess <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Jack yeah. Johnson senior. I guess the second is that he had a son, but everything else he's done in his life has it's been essentially been worthless. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget leaving leaving like the Great Lakes Invitational one year down at Joe Louis Arena. They play Michigan, Michigan State, Western Michigan, and Michigan Tech will play every year. And Jack Johnson is like drunk as all could be. Jack Johnson Sr. is who, drunk as who all is could Jack be. Johnson. He He's plays Z- for the Kings? Yeah. No, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, he, he, Jackets yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Blue Jackets. His former Michigan hockey player was like the number three overall pick. Um, uh, like one of the top American born players. Like, played, played in the last couple Olympics. And so his dad, though, was a complete nut job. Just was show up to every Michigan hockey game. He would dance and he was like drunk as all could be. And so I see him leaving the GLI, and he's like walking his car, and he's like falling down. He's like trying to pick up his keys, and he like wipes out a couple times. And I'm like, son of a bitch! Like I hope this guy's not getting in the car. And sure enough, <laughs> I'm like pulling out of the parking lot, and there's him pulling out of the parking lot, a red light, and he just like slams right through it, and goes up on the curb and comes back down. And I just I'm like I'm gonna wait here for five <laughs> oh minutes before I leave God. leave because I'm not getting anywhere near this guy in the road. But, uh, Just incriminating he, so many people. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, um, so at now, now almost a decade later. So he, uh, in between the second and third period of Michigan hockey games, the band always played that song from the Blues Brothers, like dun 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 dun, and he would get up in the middle of the student section and do this huge elaborate dance where he's like, I I know he's going to fall it down the stairs. Is somebody to love? Is that what the song? The dun, 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 I don't know what it's. No, no. That song? Hopefully you guys will find it and, and dub it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, 
but like every time he did it, I was I would thought, okay, this is the time that he's gonna fall down the stairs and break his neck. Yeah, you're only hoping. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, but right. everybody would go crazy, and then Jack Johnson left, and there was nobody to do that. And the the I was at the game. It happened. It just people started doing this thing, um, and everybody started following. And uh, now ten years later. The entire football stadium, one hundred and ten thousand people, do that thing. It was uh, it's pretty cool. Let's be caught. Let's well, let's okay, maybe like ten thousand people, probably like ten thousand of them, because <laughs> that's the only stu- that's the most students. The entire Yost Ice Arena will do it, and basketball is pretty good. Over in thirty-seven on game days, on football game days, I'm doing it with my parents. So there's <laughs> there's yeah, pockets. You still think you're in college? Well, <laughs> you can always dream. It's true. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was still in college. Who does that, right? We did. Andy and I did a play together where we were we were in college yeah. in a play, and I was like, "Dude, we should go to." It was right during Welcome Week, and I'm like, "Take us to Welcome Week, and let's <laughs> right. go out there yeah, and party. Like, let's, do, let's do some, you know, like, yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's do go some method. Let's get study. method. Yeah, <laughs> go to a, a fraternity party. I'm like, I didn't get to really. Well, yeah, I I, I indulged quite a bit. In, and Dino Cicerelli's daughter was there. Yeah, phew, I don't know what she <laughs> looks like now. I think I think there's a Facebook stalking. She probably good. Yeah, she was yeah. very good looking, very good looking girl. Uh, Boban Marjanovic. Any update? Yeah. Uh, do you guys know who Boban Marjanovic is? Oh, is he? He's like the 48 foot tall uh, Serbian that plays for the Pistons right now. Oh my lord! Uh, three DMPs in a row. He is no oh, longer no. playing, and the Pistons suck. Three what DMPs? Did not play. DMPs. Oh, okay. Coach's decision. decision. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't make sense because yeah. they suck. The Pistons suck right now. They have this giant. He's seriously. He's seven. I think he's seven. Three. And it's not like when he got that he wasn't producing. When he I mean, was on, he, he was doing stuff right. Yeah, and well, it's not like they're good. <laughs> yeah, you know like, the Pistons are the most disappointing team since the Lions. Of course, the Lions are the most disappointing team since the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, this is a this is maybe dark, the yeah. roughest stretch time, well right? how do you I mean, guys uh how do you guys feel about uh pistons moseying their way into uh, a brand new beautiful red wing stadium i am actually kind of into it i for think sure. yeah i think it's gonna be awesome to have all four right down right yeah. in detroit i agree with that too and this is nothing i'm i'm uh this is nothing against basketball or or the players on the pistons but this is my thing the wings have always been known to have the best ice in nhl ask any player any coach hmm. I did not know that. And now you're afraid that they're not going to. And now I'm afraid. Yeah. But I mean, I know that like the tech, because I watched this whole like uh, thing about the ice that they're, you know, doing in the new uh, Little Caesars arena. Good gals. The name is whatever. (laughs) It's a uh, whole different. I'm just in like, and yeah, and, and, and basketball and hockey overlap. And I'm like worried about them changing from boards to ice or I, however they do it they might just put boards over the ice but i feel like it's gonna hinder the ice in some way especially yeah. if it's like an overnight change and the know. wings aren't gonna hold that title anymore and i'll be bummed um it, i'm sure there's definitely arenas that do it the majority yeah. yeah the majority yeah. of teams that have uh, an nhl and nba team they play in the same arena yeah so it's possible yeah. it's more uncommon it's no the, i think that's that's gotta be crazy that's there's no way that's true no, it is. If that you have ha- both. If you have both. If you have an NHL and an NBA team, I think the more likely they play in the same arena. Than do the not. Timberwolves and the Wild play in the same arena? I mean, I don't no, know I don't all of them so. off do, the top yeah. of my head. But Probably the Kings and the Lakers and the Clippers all play the yeah. Staples Center. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Arizona? 
I don't think I basketball Ranger, basketball yeah. and hockey play in two different arenas. Rangers Arizona and doesn't have... Knicks play in the same. Oh, they have Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Range, Rangers, and, Rangers and Knicks play in the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, what about... No, because there's no longer New Jersey basketball team. There's no Jersey Nets. Philadelphia? I have no idea. I'm wondering if Colorado, too, maybe. The I don't know off and... the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, look it up. I do. No, Colorado yeah. for sure, um, right? Possibly. That's Matt, a, Matt just threw out this crazy statement yeah. that now yeah. like I want to have some yeah. I want to have some backup for. I think the 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 Nuggets and the Avalanche definitely play in the Pepsi arena. The Pepsi Center. Pepsi Center. Yeah. Billy Sauer's uh home yeah. is nightmare is <laughs> uh is graveyard. I mean yeah. Yeah, he probably <laughs> he, he probably land like there's like a if he's taking a flight and it's like there's a a, a what do they call that holdover or, uh, yeah in, this is in Denver perfect. he probably like freaks out <laughs> when Billy Sauer dies he's gonna go to purgatory and it's just waiting to go under the ice at the Pepsi oh, Center there's so ten so there's ten <laughs> there's ten okay which uh which I would my guess is that well, I, don't I don't know, know how many I don't know both. how many teams have both an NHL and NBA team because there's a bunch of Canadian teams that do not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if Toronto, Toronto's Toronto. on here. They're on the list. Are they really? They're in the, yeah. they play in the same place. So the Raptors, Raptors um, are still a team. The Celtics and <laughs> the, the Raptors. Good. The They're Celtics team, and the yeah. Bruins play in the same place, right? Chicago, Toronto, Dallas, Los Angeles, New York, Washington, Boston, Philadelphia, Denver, and wow, also New lot. York, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. And now the Red Wings. So yeah. I think that ten's got to be close to a majority of the teams that have twenty sixteen. You're probably right. Twenty-seven. Um, oh, there's thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Jesus. Well, they're adding. They're adding the <laughs> Las Vegas team too now. Uh, yeah. Is that adding? Why are they? Doing are that? they taking it? I don't, I don't know, one. man. I'd, well, I mean, Vegas is just what just what NHL needs is like to dilute the game further. And the team looks like what you would see in the movie Any Given Sunday. Do you remember those teams? Yeah. Like you know, like they were like. There's it's the Las of, Vegas Knights, yeah. I there's think, a, right? Correct? There's a bunch yeah. of expansion teams in the NBA and NHL, and, and not so much football, but especially NBA and NHL, where it's just like you see the matchup and you just you just don't care. Like, um, like, uh, yeah, like, taking Los on Miami. An, like, yeah, Vegas, exactly. Like Vegas, a team in Vegas, or like the Charlotte Bobcats. Like, I just see that name and I'm like, I don't care. care. Even the Raptors. The Raptors are the second best team in the Eastern Conference in the NBA. And it's just like, for whatever reason, I'm like, no, nah, they can't be that good. It's the Raptors. I like, think every major, the four major sports would be incredible if they would all shrink by like four to six teams. Yeah. They should. Yeah, absolutely. They should but not be all, adding. I mean, they not should be happen. deleting. Yeah. Sure. yeah. At this point. But, that's, yeah. but there's too much money to be made yeah, by right. adding them. Now, but the I'm, NHL got rid of like the warm weather sites. Now, mm-hmm. certainly you can make the case that like LA and San Jose and Dallas, they've all added value to the game because yeah, of Dallas Texas has a really good fan fan base. But if you yeah. could get rid of like Arizona and you got rid of Miami, the Florida the Panthers. Panthers. Well, yeah, yeah. Arizona should be gone. They're, I, they're owned by the NHL now or something, right? Or I uh, yeah. or that pansy Wayne Gretzky. Of a yeah. college friend. I have a college <laughs> friend. No, I don't think so oh. anymore. I think he well, used he to. He was coaching. Almost he used to be the coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the- I have a college friend that grew up in Miami, and I was talking to him about sports on there because they have a tradition. They've like they're known for like not giving a shit about the Dolphins or whatever. And uh, I was like, "What about the Panthers? Do, do people go to Panthers games?" And he was like, "What? Yeah." <laughs> was it the the Miami the the hockey team? The Miami. Yeah. He's like. We have an NHL team. Yeah, they're he actually grew like up in, there. They're in Sunrise, Florida. So they're, not, they're not even in Miami. They're just like they're in between like Lauderdale and 
in Miami. Yeah. I think I'll, that's where it is. Also a fact, there's more warm weather American NHL teams than Canadian teams. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, absolutely. That's, Which is, yeah. it is the crazy. The fact that they're adding <laughs> I, Las Vegas be, and not another Canadian team the, is crazy to me. But what what else would they add? Like, what major city is left in Canada? Quebec City about the only one that they could do it, yeah. right? I would like to see <laughs> that in Nordiques, yeah. Yeah, cause, well, the Canadian teams that left, at least Winnipeg, it, it wasn't so much... It, they could afford a team like the if the fan base there can support a team especially now the the salary cap's low enough mm-hmm. i feel like the canadian teams can do it the idea that they can't is there's some flaw somewhere else because an alaskan team let's get something out there man. that would be cool like an angry <laughs> like dude playoffs if they, Although had, to, like, Quebec they had to play is, new york or something <laughs> it's like right next to montreal so i guess that's two yeah. teams but um yeah but so I think, well, look at all those teams in california for football now yeah, the LA Rams and, and LA for Chargers. Hockey, there's two. There's two NHL teams in California. I think forty or fifty NBA teams somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <around there>. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the the future of professional sports in Las Vegas is going to be interesting. Like watching the NHL team, mm-hmm. it'll be if they succeed. If they succeed, yeah, then the NBA is next because they've they've they wanted an NBA team. That's what they wanted in mm-hmm. Vegas. I just don't see the appeal. Like you go to Vegas, like. Okay. But I guess like, if you're from a city that doesn't also, have NHL and you just how love many the actual NHL? residents live in, in Las Vegas? Uh, it's like pretty tr- big, like because I mean they have to. They ha- I mean that's a lot of job. Like yeah, man, but they're desert the, people, yeah. man. Desert I feel like people. they don't <laughs> yeah. like attend events, man. They just like dwell. They just Plus, dwell like, in caves. Yeah. And it shit. can't be anywhere near the size of a major city. I don't. Like. I don't know, but um, it's also the fact that you're putting eighteen to twenty four year olds with. More money oh. than they could ever imagine into the vice city of America. It's already hard enough for people that are, like a lion to be down here and live in Royal Oak. I can't, I can't even imagine being a 19 year old and giving that person millions of dollars a year and then be like, um, just be to practice tomorrow. Hey, well, that's life, man. You know what? I'm sorry, man. If you can't, you know, population of Vegas. That's why you're doing it. Three thousand. Okay, so, so it's probably like, bigger than a lot of the Canadian yeah. cities that have yeah. them. But the, the fan base but, is yeah. not bad. I mean, but that's what I think. Like, if you're gonna go to if if you're a you know a 25 year old, and you're like, okay, I can either go to a hockey game and watch the Knights, or I can go to this the casino, yeah, and gamble and find some hot chick, yeah. It just you know? makes me feel like it's like it's like a team owned by the mafia or something like that. <laughs> Let's open the yeah. The we're golden night called the gangsters. Why are the golden knights? Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, how about America's forty eighth favorite segment of where we analyze the mighty yeah. ducks? Yeah, that was a good fifteen minutes. I yeah. Guess. Was, yeah. So Inspiring. last we left off, this was a hopeless team. They were zero and eleven. They had to resort to cheating. They could barely stand up on their skates. Yeah. And just so if anybody's listening for the first time, uh, we've been watching the Mighty Ducks 15 minutes at a time and then talking about it on each episode. <laughs> uh, earlier tonight, we watched minute 30 to 45. Yeah. A lot of ha- a lot happened. Yeah. In literally, the in the last episode, this isn't a joke, it was the first time we saw the, the Mighty Ducks play a game and they're just like, it's cut <laughs> to somebody falling, cut to somebody falling. Cut like, to the other team scoring. Yeah. At will, they, they it was, could not skate. Uh, they they played their first game in that segment, and it was seventeen to nothing. Yeah, it's almost like maybe you should just play baseball. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Gordon Bim- Gum- Bombay could score one hundred ninety-seven goals. Yeah, right. yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, I looked that up because they said yeah, Gordon Bombay. Um, he finally sees Hans in this uh, fifteen minutes, which is 
He owns the uh, yeah, like he, skate shop, I guess. <laughs> the equipment German, shop. He goes there. <laughs> German, he, he goes finally back to Hans because half the team seemingly quits over the fact that he wanted them to cheat yeah. so badly. And These Hans, kids, he wants them to cheat. He wanted to ask them to trip the kids. Yeah. They were, he just asked them to like take dives. He yeah. asked yeah. part of the take yeah. dives. He was coaching them like a soccer coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so he goes there. Hans knew he was coming, which was great. Like Hans knew he was already sharpening coach yeah. on base. Skates. The lighting in the in the the lighting in yeah. the in the uh, what was it? Just pro shop was definitely guy. screamed like, "Oh, I'm up late." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this one I got to just one more pair of skates. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and Hans mentions that Gordon Bombay scored a hundred and what was it? One hundred and ninety-eight goals. goals in a little league season. I looked this yeah. up. According to Wikipedia, Wayne Gutsky at age ten scored in one season three hundred and seventy-eight goals and had hundred and thirty-nine assists. It didn't say how many games. I don't know, well, but I can't imagine it's more than forty. Gordon Bombay. I, you know, know some but, making up to do. I mean, there's, he didn't even there's eighty and eighty two in a, in NHL. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't and like even like in house hockey, if I went to tournaments and stuff like that, I I, I can't remember like I played no more than forty games. Yeah, this right. is we, this we, is I a, just coached a travel baseball team and one year we played fifty six. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it was like thirteen year old kids. That's yeah. like four goals a game, right? <laughs> well, I would have yeah. a couple games during, like I was like I'm thinking like very young, like ten years old. Like I, I started playing travel when I was fourteen. So like even before that, like because like my my squirt year, I won state champs with house hockey. Went out to Sheboygan and we were lighting teams up. Out in Sheboygan, like we beat Iron Mountain thirteen to one, just like literally took that state Jeff, championship. If he scored four hundred goals and he played in forty games, he was averaging ten goals. Per game. <laughs> and it's insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm like and, literally. Just and he to... had four assists per game, so yeah. we had fourteen yeah. points per game. That's this, pretty like, great. This one, like the the, the 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 head kid of our my squirt team or whatever, uh, Eddie Napic. That kid would score probably like he scored seven of those thirteen goals. You know, so like he was. But you know he's probably but working. To, score, on to also, score ten goals per game, you literally almost have to score every single time you're on the ice. It's, yeah, yeah. Which this is also, uh, and you're, you're out there killing penalties, probably scoring power to, plays, scoring to score 198 goals in this little league environment is particularly uh, particularly impressive because it's a little league uh, where. They're getting like front page coverage in the local newspaper. They they have like radio. That's Minnesota hockey. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't animal. think the radio. The game being on the radio, the championship game. I was actually think because in the first fifteen <laughs> minutes they have a flashback Bombay and it's radio, and I was like, that might not be that crazy that they would broadcast this Huey League hockey insane. game. It's their Min- nine-year-old. Minnesota Min- hockey is a different animal. Yeah, and it could just animal. be yeah. some local broadcast. Yeah. It's not like a like high school hockey in Minnesota is where it's at. Like yeah. they don't play yeah. in the USHL like a lot of kids yeah. from Michigan. Gopher fans are some of the most intense fans ever. I mean, they, there's Gopher fans that probably don't even root for the Wild, don't even care about the Wild. <laughs> yeah. That are just Gopher fans, man. Like yeah. they. Minnesota. And fast Minnesota. forward to Go- what 2000, like ESPN had LeBron James's uh, one of his. Uh, senior year of high school games on yeah. on ESPN on national TV yeah. like I know that's not m- much more commonplace too I mean you watch yeah, like, they do a lot of college football our high, high school, school football if the teams in the top 25 they're they on do TV like, you do for basketball they do like one there. high school football game a week now on ESPN too right yeah During I think football so. season um, also Mike right before we the movie started and I feel like you earnestly said this is a great movie 
Uh, I, I do think. By yeah, who doesn't? I, I honestly, this last 45 minutes, I I was saying this every episode. I'm like, this movie holds up. I really do <laughs> like this movie. Yeah. I feel like Bombay, he's a dick, but he's redeemable. Think, think about how it, how progressive it was, too. They had females on the hockey team. Yeah. yeah. You know, like they were essentially, they paved the way for professional female hockey yeah. or um, female they, basketball. Two females, two uh, African-Americans. That's not. I mean, there's not a lot of yeah. African American representation in hockey. I don't think they. Treat there it is like... a Stanley Cup championship team named after them. I mean, like, yeah. name any other sport. Actually, I think uh, they're just the oh, ducks. Yeah. They the they're just ducks the ducks now, but they're oh, yeah. they were the mighty yeah. ducks. Also, I yeah. thought you were talking about African American. I, I, I thought you were talking about the Blackhawks, and I was like, wait, how are we <laughs> getting here, like, dude? <laughs> dude. Um, and the, yeah. the podcast is done. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that still just blows my mind. Like, because I remember, like, when yeah, loving that movie as a kid, and then like, and then they had the cartoon. The Mighty Ducks became an expansion team, and I remember, like, it was like the goalie mask was their first. Yeah, as a duck yes. was like, and, and then, then that became the like the emblem even for like the cart. There was a Mighty Ducks cartoon. Yeah, they were like the uh, ninja. Like, not as the, good as Ducktales though. Ducktales was really yeah, Ducktales reigns supreme. Mighty Ducks cartoon was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they were ducks, right? They were like mm-hmm. crime fighting mega ducks yeah, that yeah, used yeah, like yeah, hockey yeah. sticks yeah. to beat people up. Yeah. Their original <laughs> logo too. I remember. I wish I still. I might still have this T-shirt. My dad keeps everything, but I had one of their T-shirts. Um, and that logo was dope. Awesome. I liked yeah, it. I did too. I think they should. They should definitely go have a throwback to those old is, school jerseys. They have gone back to just the ducks, right? Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the ducks. But they're like they kind of yeah. got this like almost hunting color scheme now, where it's like they got the like safety orange and like yeah, they could hit woodland. it with that nineties look again. I would love that teal and purple bet. Um, That'd be cool. It, uh, so. Right. I also love Hans that he was waiting. Like I love that trope <laughs> in movies where he's just like you. Like he knows. Like he, I'm gonna be yes. needed. He's Gordon. I saw Gordon mm. Bombay. He's gonna show up. Gordon. here. that's for sure. I've been waiting yeah. for you. The mythical sports guy. We talked about this last week. There's always one of them. Yeah. Right. Like the the uh, janitor and Rudy. Yeah. And uh, so Bombay. This is where we see. Like this is about a third way through the movie. He's he's starting to switch. They're still. Oh and eleven, by the way. True. We're, we're forty-five minutes now. The... We watched them lose another game. Oh god, they're zero and twelve. Forty-five but, minutes through the movie, but Bembe he goes to um, Ducksworth, his boss, uh, to get money, to get equipment, all kinds of things like that. Cut to uh, all the kids in the shopping store spree. knocking yeah. shit over. To oh man, I wrote it down. They're playing. What is the See, song? I think. Playing? I think that um, good vibrations. It was a montage to good vibrations. Hans. Hans convincing gordon bombay to really give this a go was just his ploy to get bombay to spend that money you might be right he if you look at the if you look at the cash the the cash register they spent seventy five hundred dollars in hans's shop i think he was just trying to he was just doing a cash grab can i can i digress here for a second though because we can we talk about is charlie conway's mom hot or not i don't i remember when like I was a kid, kid like yeah. I thought she was like the sh- yeah. the shit. I think she's just got a lot of clothes on. It's hard to tell. It's, you, <laughs> oh, that, that early '90s, just like yeah, yeah. she's kind of yeah. got that like quilty of, quilty sweater thing on. Of, like oh, um, I just I just was laying on the couch. A lot of clothes that can be described as blousey yeah. in the yeah. '90s. It's, oh man, when and, and it's always sunny when they're looking through the poop and they're like <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to figure out whose it is. What do they keep saying? Wolf like, hair. There's credit yeah. card in there. Like, and they keep uh, inconclusive. Saying, that's inconclusive. Inconclusive. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like how 40 layers in sweatshirts. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and she's kind of uh, got like hair like Miss, uh, was it Frizzle? Frizzle from, yeah. from uh, School Bus, yeah. Magic School Bus. Wow, you yeah. guys are way younger than me. <laughs> also, so like, my... she had a, um, a little vibe of, uh, oh man, who's the mom in Back to the Future? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Leah... Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yeah, she yeah. kind of had that like look in the face, but yeah. but seriously but though, hot. like, but you, but she's wearing, she's dressed like a real Minnesota person would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's very true. To the Four character. hockey yeah. jerseys, and uh, yeah. But uh, speaking of her though, this is when Bombay shows up. This is when their love starts. Oh yeah, I'm assuming. I, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he apologized to her son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. with some coaxing. Yeah, and then it was like, Coach, you want to stay for dinner? Into it, yeah. yeah. And I love because he did that little thing of like, I don't know, what are you having? Yeah. <laughs> Cut to him cooking them breakfast naked. Charlie <laughs> and Charlie walks in, only from the waist down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, na- he's, <laughs> he's naked, but for a, on. Yeah. he's naked, yeah. but for an apron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't teach That's been that was some dinner, huh, Char? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, also when they were doing the montage of buying all the equipment. One of the kids on the team finds the picture of him, of Coach Bombay, and he's like, Bombay was a hawk? Yeah. Uh-oh. So Some shit's going to go down. The rest of the team doesn't know that yet. I wish but... I could stick around for the next 15 minutes to see what happens. Yeah. I know, right? You'll have to tune in next week. There's no way that you can watch <laughs> this movie on your own. Um, also, I feel like we didn't talk about this when it happened. In, in the first 15 minutes, I think, is when Goldberg farts for the first time. In, the, in that limo. Like, yeah, and it's like, Goldberg, which is still, <laughs> yes, which is still something if I smell a fart, I still... You just sell Goldberg? Every time. Every time I smell a fart, hear a fart, I want to say Goldberg, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, it's that movie is 25 years old yeah. now. <laughs> is it? What, what Do you know what the year is for that? 92. 92. Is when it came out, oh, yeah. Okay. And it's, um, I looked this up too, it's an um, hour and 45 minute runtime. Wow. So we are... We haven't quite watched half of it yet. Right. But also, at the end of this, we leave off. They have and their first practice. Goldberg, yeah, yeah. Where they're skating well for the first time. They're having fun. They're gliding it's, eggs they're gliding, like, like gliding bowls eggs. of cream across the, <laughs> yeah. across the Not ice. only that, they don't even do a training montage, though. They just, it's the first practice and where Bombay is taking it yeah. seriously. <laughs> and yeah, they pass a few <laughs> eggs, and now they're all skating like champs. You think that was just the one practice? That... He, he had the same sweater on the whole time. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I yeah. Was good, not, good, good catch. Yeah. Which is crazy, because I wish... <laughs> It reminded me of a John Borton sweater, by the way. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Uh, John Borton was another coworker of ours. Uh, and I can only describe his um, attire as Cosby-esque. He had those sweaters, those yeah. Cosby sweaters. Thankfully, thankfully, <laughs> that's where the Cosby comparison yeah, is at. Yeah. So. Good. Great Good. guy. Love John Borton. Oh, so he wasn't a comedian. Yeah, okay. it's not like Cosby. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, they strap Goldberg to the net. Goldberg's the goalie, if anybody doesn't know. Goldberg. And they just start firing shots at him. him. And they also, halfway afterward. through, he's like, no, no, oh God, oh wait, ha ha, this doesn't hurt. Oh, oh, I'm Goldberg, I'm yes. goalie. Yeah. He transforms a, into yeah. goalie Hulk. He hulks out. Yeah, yeah he hulks out. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, you need confidence to be a goaltender. And man. we leave on an excited team, ready to and able for the first time and then they leave Goldberg strapped in the yeah. in the net. Hey, come on guys, <laughs> hey, come, come on, on guys. Come on. Hey, no, seriously. And then yeah, and then That's where we are. 
that, that was it? Was that? That was where we yeah. ended. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. Hans gets a couple, a couple of good one-liners in at Bombay. I, I couldn't understand him, so. Yeah. yeah. He has a yeah. weird just, accent. He had a couple, like, um, one is he's like, so are you a doctor now? And Bombay's like, no, a lawyer. And he's like, oh, what the hell did he say? Oh, yeah. Um, I wrote it. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. You're a, I'm a lawyer. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, man. <laughs> he should have gone for hockey. <laughs> I just picture Hans standing up there with his uh, diplomatic diplomatic immunity yeah. to uh, what's Glover's first name? Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were definitely correct about it. the actor is Joss Acklin. That's okay. who plays Hans. And he's the bad guy from Lethal Weapon Lethal Two. Weapon probably two. his name was Hans in that as well. I'm sure. Oh, you know that, what? Yeah. It honestly may have been. Although Han, I'm thinking of Hans, Hans Gruber, Gruber from yeah. Die Hard, yeah. right? So oh, that is that's also who I'm thinking of. But he yeah. was in this guy is in Lethal, Lethal Weapon, Weapon Two. Yeah, there's a great great uh when you're a kid and you're probably like you know 10 11 years old there's a great like sex scene in with, too, <laughs> uh, with a very attractive woman with Hans? the blonde no, the blonde? no with, with uh with mel gibson oh thank god is it in the, it was in the in the trailer in the with the blonde yeah that's lethal weapon too yeah I, i've seen lethal weapon movies but I, I don't remember like which ones they were so i've seen two apparently and i remember the one with chris rock whatever one that, that was four one. that was four that was yeah. a good one that was four I love that there's four. Yeah. And like Joe Pesci or something. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci yeah. was in three and Think? four. I'm a big Lethal oh, Weapon fan. Three, yeah. Three, too. Shit. Renee Russo, three and four. Man. Oh, lethal Weapon. Um, coming back in March, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, Fully Loaded, oh. which is a Hey-o. buddy cop spoof written by me and a guy named Mitch Sosa. Come see it. Yeah. Come see Sounds it, Mike. Very good. Yeah. It's good. a comedy. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I know we're running out of time, but yeah, we, we got one last thing. Oh, sure. It is. The lightning round. Are we going to do two? Yeah. I've got eight questions. Oh, boy. We're going to go. Are we going to alternate? Yes, we are. Ooh, lightning round. This is another favorite feature of the podcast. Yep. So we're going to start with Jeff. Jeff, what is your favorite sport and why? Mm, Hockey. Uh, I have to say, (laughs) absolutely. Um, Quicker. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go back. Golf. Golf. It's golf (laughs) because I still play it continuously every year. And uh, I play. It's an opportunity that I play with, like with my like my old dad, my old man, like kind of taught me. So it's got that special kind of sentiment, sentiment Sorry, to it. Yeah. Like yeah. All right, so Mike, golf. Same question. What's your favorite sport and why? College football for sure. Hell yeah! I just he think, gets it. I just think there's nothing like a college football Saturday, man. Yeah. Like from from the moment you wake up at seven a.m., eight a.m. to the moment you go to bed at one o'clock in the morning, you can just like watch football all day long. The tailgating. And there's nothing like college football for the emotion just of watching. You know, we, we need to remember sometimes that they're 18 to 20 year old kids like crushing their, <laughs> their skulls against each other. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's what it's it's I think it's more American than baseball. Honestly, we're going to have right. to get you back on. Uh, and the loyalty, the loyalty season. in it is yeah. incredible. All right. Uh, Jeff, mm-hmm. how much is a touchdown really worth? <laughs> I, personally, I think zero because they outlawed dancing afterwards. Ooh. So I always thought that the dance should should uh, you know uh, determine the points, amount of points given. Hot you know, dig. not only did you score the touchdown, should be worth seven, but plus how awesome the dance was. I think. All right, Andy, you calculating everything? Oh yeah. Up? Okay. I'm, I'm... Uh, Mike, soccer is the biggest sport in the world, except in the U.S. Why is the rest of the world so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> because they don't know what football is. All I right. mean. They let's let's face it. As much as we, as much as our political system or whatever we think about it, we could still go over there and crush them. So uh, they just don't get it. They just okay. don't get it. Fair enough, 
Jeff, if Jack Sprat could eat no fat and his wife could eat no lean, what the heck does that leave for the rest of us? Can you repeat the question just one more time? <laughs> if Jack Sprat could eat no fat and his wife could eat no lean, what the heck does that leave for the rest of us, Jeff? Man. Uh, a whole bunch of bullshit there, Matt. <laughs> there we go. Right, okay. Got it. Mike, if a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, then what in the hell are we going to do with all these birds? <laughs> I, I I guess we're just going to spend a lot more time in the bush. There we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Jeff, take a second to think about the most embarrassing moment of your life. Have you seen any good movies lately? <laughs> yes. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. And Mike, for you, last question. Charles Barkley, fact or fiction? And He's what's the deal ass. with kale? Uh, you know what? I'm a big fan of kale, so... But the kale chips, I think, are a little overplayed. But uh, Charles Barkley oh, probably doesn't eat kale because he's pretty fat. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and, also, and, and he can't afford it. He gambled all his money. <laughs> Wait, are you just saying that? Or did you think I said fat or fiction? <laughs> I'm not sure now. I'm either not way. Sure now. Either way. Yeah. Andy. It's, going, it's lightning round. It's going. We're calculating scores now. All right. Jeff, your total is... 198, the exact amount of goals that Gordon Bombay scored in his record-breaking well done, season. Well done. Yes, thank well you. Well done. And how much I weighed back in high school. Boop, 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 boop. And Spath, you are at 1050, which also happens to be the radio station where you work. 1050 WTKA. Like it. Right. AM. That's Check the most, it out. Uh, radio points and goals we've ever uh, That's true. awarded. So you, awesome. You Somebody else well. got four stars. Somebody else got pie. I wish I would have got Gretzky's total. <laughs> yeah, well, Instead of Bombay. Is there pie? Bombay. What? Is there pie? You guys want pie? We can get pie. No. <laughs> uh, but, pie? you know, we're pushing up against an hour, and yeah. we know that everybody's got to leave. Mike, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah this has been great. Nice meeting you. Come me. back at some point? Absolutely. Cool. And Jeff? Jeff? The same. Thank you for having me. love to have you back. I love it. This is great. Do you guys want to plug anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to plug uh, Hamilton uh, Fully re- Reloaded, man. Thanks, brother. Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded? Fully Reloaded? Alexander Hamilton Fully Loaded. Well, it's we Reloaded we're, now, we're I guess. We're taking it to Grand Rapids. Laugh no fest. way. Yeah. yeah. You let it's me awesome. know. I'll, it's I a great like show. Cool. It's All right. very, very funny. Anything for you? You want to plug? I mean, Inside man, the Huddle? Inside the Huddle from 10 a.m. Yeah, to noon. Like Monday to. through Friday. WTK.com or 10.50 a.m. if you're in the Ann Arbor area. It's a lot of fun. We just talk uh, college sports for the most part for two straight hours. Nice. Awesome. Are you, are you better than uh, Valenti and that other <laughs> asshole who just fucking yell at each other all the time? Oh, God, God, I can't stand that. All right. I, well, I, I, so. <laughs> I used to work in a warehouse where they would play that throughout the year. Oh, or whenever they would ever come on, like 3 o'clock, 3 to 5 or yeah, something yeah, like that. Sense, yeah. yeah. That would just get worst, right. worst job ever. Well, thanks, guys. Pray yeah. for a Tigers game to be on. That's what I'll tell you that much because they would play Tigers. <laughs> yes, thank you guys very much. Sports. Part one. Part Actually, this probably be the whole one. Yeah, part two will be, we'll have a part two. A different it's segment. It's going to be a part yeah. two. <laughs> sports. It's part two. Hey, I'm still Matt Penridge. I'm still Andy Reid. And this is still... Fumbling around. Um, Robert, stop. Unfortunately, both of our guests yeah. had to leave yeah. for segment two. But fortunately, we have a new guest in. To yeah, my right, to Andy's left, is Todd 
Brain. It's just Todd. Todd. It's just Todd. Just Todd? Todd. Well, Todd Brett's the full name, but just Todd. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't go by by my full name. You know, you just call you Todd. Todd yeah, Todd's is cool, man. Todd is a Ryan Lochte. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you on the Olympic swimming team? Well, kind of. I mean, like, I got my own, like, uh, I got my own outfit and everything, but it's all, I, it's all stolen. I stole it. <laughs> all right, we're just right. Like, so you're just kind of like part of his gang. You're like part of his posse or something. Yeah, yeah, part of his posse, part of his gang. How okay? Part so of his how posse. important is a posse? To an Olympic swimmer, like, uh, could he have? If, could he have won all these medals swimmer. without you there? Could he have won all these medals without me there? Could he have won all those medals without me there? I mean, like, uh, you know, could he have won all those medals without me there? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I feel like I definitely helped. You know, like, w- you know, like, yeah, you, you know, could he? Could he have like made breakfast that one morning when we woke up after like all those bong hits from the night before? I don't know. Could he have, not, you know? Are you saying Ryan Lochte did bong hits? Well, I mean, he he was there, you know. Is that really surprising to you, Matt? I'm just saying this is a national. <laughs> it's the off season, anyways. I mean, you know, in the off season, you can do what you want. I'm pretty sure. You just said the night before his race. <laughs> well, that yeah. I mean, well, they were qualifying. <laughs> they were qualifiers. Oh, but oh, I so know, I maybe s- he wasn't. He probably wasn't. Then I don't think he was. Oh, I see what you're saying. So then, uh, if he, if he, as long as he's not in the pool, it's fine. If you're not in the pool, it's cool. Is oh, that what so you're you saying? know the rules, yeah. If you're <laughs> not in the pool, it's cool. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I think that's on. It's like right next to no, no running, no diving. If you're not in the pool, if it's you're cool. not in the pool, it's cool. And there's a universal bong that's there yeah I'm a universal bong yeah like the a symbol universal symbol <laughs> so at the olympics you know like, like every country can understand yeah. it michael phelps i think uh has that tattooed across Ooh. the shoulder blades not a Ooh. fan of not a fan of <laughs> michael nah, phelps man. not a fan he's nah. won like what 60 or 70 gold medals something like that yeah. i saw him i saw him get out of the pool one time with no trunks on Oh, he's got a tiny penis, man. Oh, I, I, you know what? I don't believe that, Todd. He's you don't got think so? He's super small. I don't believe two things, and that's right. I believe I don't believe you've seen his penis, and I don't believe it's small. <laughs> I mean, what? What was your love? What? Why? Why do you think it? Why do you? Why you do you what's disagree? your love? What's, what, what, <laughs> no. What, why do you love? Why do you love him so much? Why do you disagree with me, man? Like you know, like, I think I love him because he's an American hero. I think I love him because. Uh, he's shown us what it means to be on that stage. Humble, wow. hungry, hungry, wow. very hungry. Um, Have you seen any of those stories about how much ho- he eats? Horse-like, horse-like. Wow. The three triple H's. He has an adorable uh, uh, English bulldog. Let me tell you something, Todd. Wow. You don't come on waving that liberal lefty wow. commie stuff on this on this podcast talking about. Uh, um, as far as I know, Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps okay? has never done anything wrong. You know never. what? I mean, after that amazing speech, you guys have changed me. Oh, just that. In my whole mind, I had gone through this whole thing. I. Why are your fingers crossed? I there because it's a man. I have locked jaw of the fingers, man. Oh, I, I, got, I don't think yeah, you should make fun of it. I was in oh. a public pool. I'm sorry. I thought I was in a public pool with Lochte's sister. We were hanging out together, and I cut myself on the pool field there. Are you <laughs> insinuating? Are you insinuating you, that she has some sort of blood disease? 
Wait, no, not at all. The pool, the public pool, probably. Did. <laughs> Wait, what, you so you were at a public pool, and what were you trying to do with the filter? I, I was just <laughs> trying to stick your dick in it. No, <laughs> no, get out, man. That's just a rumor. They don't. I was trying to stick a couple fingers in it. <laughs> you were trying to finger the pool. I was. I was just testing the water. I was testing the pressure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what do you do for a living, Todd? Uh, I mean, are you? Isn't this enough? Professional? Isn't posse? this enough? Just to kind of like go place to place? And like, a, it's tiring, man. It's tiring to do what I do. Professional uh, I posse person. I guess, yeah, man. I, yeah, I, I just kind of like appear places. Are you like? Uh, are you like his secretary? Do you like schedule appointments for him? I would like consider myself more like a lochty busker. You're a but oh so you like you you're like his jester you do you do yeah, a little like, dance for him and he yeah, gives you money thing. yeah like you know <laughs> like when we're on the road swimming and stuff he's like I'm bored he he's like I'm bored I'm gonna go swimming and I'm like I'm gonna go street perform on the street to earn us some money to get home oh. you know so like an, maybe I'm an actual busker like selling grilled cheese See, outside yeah, of the meat I was confused about this I thought that he was gonna say I'm bored dance for me. You're you're that would make yeah you're no. going onto the street to idiot. earn gas money. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what kind of what's your act? I got this little uh it's like a little princess marionette <laughs> and I got a little like it's like a, a tower and she's in the top of the tower and like you know and I got another one, a little marionette oh, that's so like a Roman it's like a, oh no no, it's like a Rapunzel? Rapunzel, yeah. So oh. it's it's uh Juliet and Rapunzel? Romeo and yeah, Rapunzel. Romeo and Rapunzel. That's not. The... <laughs> oh, so it's like a new take. Romeo and Rapunzel. Yeah, new. Yeah, yeah new take. Prince Charming is bullshit. Wouldn't you rather have Romeo in there than Prince Charming? It's true. Yeah. And it's all set to the tune of Depeche Mode's personal <laughs> Jesus. Um, look, I, this sounds great. I, uh, it's pretty. We have to bring this up though. So sure. you're in the Olympics. I, I well, assume I was, you were yeah, down there with right, Yeah, I was dressed like I was, but <laughs> I didn't have a pass or anything. Right. Yeah. But you're down there. It's Brazil. You guys got into a little hot water. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Lochte got yeah, into too a Too many little oh. Caprihanas, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I do not. I do not know what you're saying. Oh, it's it's uh it's the national drink of Brazil. Caprihana. Boy, do I love them. How many uh, what's in that? Rum. Just rum? <laughs> some flavor. It's flavored. Flavored rum with some natural herbs and stuff, I think, and sugar. All right. So natural. Too ma- how many is too many of those? A night's worth? Incalculable. In yeah. an hour? A night's worth in an hour? No, yeah. I would, yeah I, 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 my hand was never empty. Okay. So from there, you go to some kind of Brazilian 7-Eleven? Is that what it was? It was so like his a, story yeah. where it was... You, you tell it. Well, you were there. You, well, you tell his story, and I'll tell you what really happened. Do you I remember, don't remember like, his, all the details. Well, his story was, a, was like he was at a gas station, and um, you know he wanted to use the bathroom, but the bathroom was closed. You know, and the guy, the you know, he was like, you know, no key. I don't. There's no key for this bathroom. You can't use it. It's paid customers only. And and Lochte was like, and then there was like a guy. Oh, please, pre- sir, please, pretending sir. to be a cop, right? Well, no, and then the car pulled up, and uh, meanwhile, you know, as soon as uh, as soon as the car pulled up, I had run so fast away because I hate confrontation, especially in other countries. I, you ever see the movie City of God? Uh. Uh-uh. 
Oh, nope. it's an incredible movie about Brazilian hoods and uh, <laughs> the favelas. They're called the, yeah, favelas. Yes, <laughs> and uh, f- favelas. Or, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, so I just I think about that movie and I just I flee, you know. You know Brazilian people speak Portuguese and they're not even Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, isn't How that is that crazy? It's so crazy to me. It's like Portugal's a whole nother country or a city somewhere in Africa or something. I don't know. And uh it's just and so what where was I what was going on? Todd, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you, yeah. You Lock seem yeah, high. Yeah. You, yeah. Are you, how many of these Caprianas did you have right before oh, we started? Uh, I don't know, man. You can't, you can't get them outside the country. <laughs> what? You said they were flavor. naturally flavored rum with natural herbs. Yeah, it's like lime and, li- and, lime and mint, and, I think. And <laughs> lime mescal. and mint. Lime and mint. And uh, yeah, so then a car pulled up. This is what I heard from Ryan. You were personally. there. <laughs> I, I ran away. I got scared. <laughs> but uh, hiding in some bushes uh, far away, um, I overheard uh, what sounded like uh, uh, police officers uh, telling uh, Ryan to get out of the car, man. Get out of the car. And they had, they, I heard the chamber of the gun cock and everything. And. Uh, and he, you know, and and they want they were poli- they were they were definitely police officers. I'm pretty sure. And that was Summer Olympics. I have I have another question. According to Google, Ryan Lochte is worth two point three million dollars. Why are you Why are you busking for for road fair home? Well, you if you're, like, why are you paying Todd, for their for Todd, the posse? You, you look confused. Did you not know he was worth that much money? I was on, I mean, I knew he had some money, but he kept on telling me he had to go, you know, he doesn't carry cash and he has to go to the ATM all the time. So wait, did you pay for all the Caprianas? But there's never a perfect ATM around. (laughs) He always is like, oh, that one has a service charge. I don't want to use that I always thought when with these athlete posses, I always thought that they were glomming onto the athlete. It sounds like Ryan Lochte is glomming on to Tani. Yeah. Are there he other be... athlete posses? I'm yeah. not, I thought I was the first of it. No. there's Every athlete has a posse, and these athletes pay for these posses to have glamorous lives, and they just they don't do anything, apparently, other Pey- than Vine. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. LeBron has a 30 or 40 deep posse, I think. You should see yeah. Tom Brady's. Well, no. No. <sighs> You're, you should be living the high life. You shouldn't be paying for him to get back from Brazil. You know, he monitors my internet use. <laughs> what, is it, what does that mean? I can't Google anything. You won't anything? Have nothing. You don't even have internet. Or he, per- it's, it's, he, he has to give you the okay of what you Google. Well, no, it's all blocked. I can't even go to Google. I can't even. I don't have the option to have email, Google, anything like that. I sleep. Wow. I sleep in a dog cage. Oh no! For a very large dog. How At least it's a very large one. How, how's how have you been just? How's he been justifying that? He says it's normal. He says <laughs> that all the posse sleeps in cages, but they're just in different rooms. The rest of the posse are in different rooms. I sleep in the laundry room in the cage. But you've never seen the he rest of your posse. He puts a towel, posses. a beach towel, down inside the cage. <laughs> That's he nice. throws a blanket over the top of it. He so does, <laughs> yeah, when he leaves. But I, I'm not... And you're out like a light, right? Like a bird? 
At he night, throws that, I'm so tired. He throws that blanket over yeah. that cage, and you are I get out. quiet, yeah. when the, If I see him, I start, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. Then he throws the blanket over, and I get real try, quiet. I'm, man, I'm just going to try something real quick. I'm going to take this blanket off my lap and just just going to throw it over Todd and see what happens, all right? <laughs> oh, man. This is... He's... <laughs> This is this is I mean unprecedented. He Ryan Lochte has completely broken this guy's will. Yeah, he really has. I just threw that blade. He's like that. He will. Yeah, pull pull it off. You should. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> squirrel. Squirrel. Oh, oh. Hey, Todd. 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 What, yeah. You're back. You're back here with us. What happened? What? Did you no, hypnotize it just, me? Uh, no, it's just morning again. It, it was night really quick. Oh man. Yeah. You had a full eight hours of sleep there. Oh. Oh, wow, that's more than I usually get. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's your usual sleep schedule? Increments of like 15 minutes at a time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. What other kinds of stuff is Ryan having you do? If you're up that often. Uh, I, I uh, grease his pecs. <laughs> How often? Every day, every morning. Every, every morning. morning. Yeah. We got a, a floor-to-ceiling mirror we stand in front of. <laughs> he stands butt naked. I'm wearing, of course, the U.S. Olympic gear. Of course you're you know, right, yeah. that you had to steal. And, yeah, we, and I have an American flag. I'm wearing like a cape, you know? <laughs> of course. And then I got like a good five-gallon bucket of just coconut oil. <laughs> coconut oil? <laughs> Coconut oil, huh? That's the uh, preferred. Warm, warm. It's warm, it's warm coconut, coconut. Is that a liquid state at this point? What temperature? I'm, my guess is there's no way Ryan Lackey doesn't have a precise temperature that he likes to be I bring it at. to a boil. <laughs> a boil. <laughs> and then you let it, then you let it cool it will, back down. Well, no, I, I bring it to oil. a boil and then... <laughs> Whatever temperature it gets from the stove to the room. So there is a little bit of cooling, cooling down period. There's a little bit. How yeah. big is this pot? It's a five gallons. I said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five gallons. That's a big pot. That's a big I pot. I mean, it's probably only about four and a half gallons of coconut oil in there. How much of it do you use? All of it. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> How long does this take to rub four gallons of coconut oil into somebody? He only wants it to go for about 15 minutes, but I... I pretend like I screw up, so I make it go up for about an hour 20. <laughs> and he has no idea that it's gone an hour and five minutes too long. No, he knows. I just keep on making up excuses, Oops. you know, like my alarm clock didn't go off type excuses, you know? Like <laughs> I he, missed the spot. So wait, so your alarm, you clock, start over. your alarm clock doesn't go off and he's not like... He's not like, well, if you missed your alarm, that means the 15 minutes are over. He's like, oh, I, I understand. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard the alarm yeah, yet, no. so keep going. No, yeah. And he's like, oh, you forgot. Or like, I'm like, oh, I forgot underneath your foot. Oh, you know, okay. got to get coconut oil underneath there. You got to. You got to. Yeah. So now he's covered in coconut oil. <laughs> Piping hot coconut oil. Yeah. What's the next in step? In front of a Florida ceiling mirror. I keep thinking you say, you're saying... Florida ceiling mirror. Is that what you're saying? Like the street? They're also, yeah, we're in Florida. That's a where Florida he, ceiling, so that's that's Florida where he ceiling lives. Yeah, we have, a, we have a condo in, in Orlando just right. outside Celebration. Pays, sounds beautiful. Who pays it's the rent on bad. that? Who pays the rent on that? Of course I do. I do. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Todd. Yeah. All right. I work so out. now oh. to close go on him after he's greased up, 
Is that how that works? What's the next step? What's oh, your day? <laughs> you couldn't even dream about getting clothes on that greased up body afterwards, you know. <laughs> so he, he just kind of has like this. Uh, it's a robe. It's like a mink robe that has like his name embroidered in the back, kind of like Rocky did, you know. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. yeah. But it's and mink it just, fur. It's mink fur, yeah. And it's in, it's embroidered with uh, uh, baby seal whiskers. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty elegant. You know, now that I think about it, it must have been pretty expensive to make that, you know. Yeah. He's a millionaire. And he paid for that. No, I got that for him for Christmas oh, one year. Oh, yeah. Jeez. God, what it did he get a, you for Christmas? God. How about that? What did he get you for Christmas? Uh, uh, he gave me a load of his dirty laundry, <laughs> his dirty Speedos to wash. I don't. You're not doing this posse Are thing, you right? Sure. I'm sure. Are you sure? I have dreamed about being in a because I missed my family Christmas party to do that laundry, and my mom the said you're like, doing this wrong. You're doing this yeah, wrong. So, she literally said, I think the same thing, and just started crying afterwards. Posse's like old west. Like John Wayne gets his posse. They go get the bad guys. They're in it together, man. That does not sound I think like a sports posse. Is more like you are completely taking advantage of a, a millionaire who doesn't know what you're doing to him. And you know what too like he you're always he always makes fun and like and and ridicules like my my uh masculinity, you know? Like he always okay. says I'm really weak and like I can't do stuff. Like he tries to get me to lift these boxes like uh in his speedos and like I can't lift them and he's always like, "Man, you're such a posse, man." Like, you know, like <laughs> You such a posse, and like a I'm like I don't get it. A posse, you know, like I'm part of the posse. Yeah, and oh, I, yeah. uh, Todd, I don't, I don't think he's saying so. Posse. After Are you, you get sure? this, after you drape him in this mink overcoat, now he's naked. It's a robe, but, yeah, naked, but for this robe, he, yeah. a mink robe with which he name. has worn to the corner store before. He went over to the Win Dixie. <laughs> I saw him wear it to the Win Dixie one time. On a, he rode his skateboard. Wow. <laughs> Exclusive. Yeah. I just He's a very skilled man. You don't. Yeah. What's next? What do you do for him after the after the robe? Well, after well, I mean, he, uh, he puts me in the cage to go skateboard to the sto- grocery <laughs> store, and then when he yeah. comes back, you can't be left in the house out of the cage. No, I just uh, tear up the curtains. <laughs> I tear them right up. <laughs> I get separation anxiety. He's gone. <laughs> You should have seen what I did to the love seat couch cushion. I chewed a hole right through it. But when he comes back, I am so happy. Like I don't time doesn't it ceases to exist. I don't even know how long he's gone. It's been like a, a minute or five years. I don't know. I'm just so happy to see him. Let's me out. Of course, I stand stand to my two feet, you know, and then uh, we usually have like uh, we'll have lunch together. What do, what does he usually eat for lunch? He usually I usually make him like a good Italian sandwich, or, like baked Italian sandwich. Oh, so you make two of those, right? Well, no, I don't get to eat Italian sandwiches. He says that's not what posse's eat. What do and, you um, eat? I eat kibble and bits. Oh, oh it's no, it's no the fr- no the first ingredient on this stuff says real chicken. Okay. It's the first ingredient. I, he said, I don't get you none of that bipart stuff. It's his real chicken. Oh, that's nice. And I take his word for it. And the and he pays for the kibbles and bits. He, well, I mean, it comes out of the out of the rent. So I imagine is that 
probably me too. Maybe possibly. Uh, Jesus. So you're paying well, I mean, him. I gotta right? pay. I gotta pay how for much, my. How, gotta, who, you you don't pay for your own food. I do pay for my own food. Yeah. See. How good is this puppet act that you're making enough money for all of this? It's got to be a pretty impressive puppet act. Well, it depends what city you're in. You know, you'd be surprised how much someone in Seattle would pay for. Oh yeah, for a good busker act, bet, yeah. man. Yeah, they it's love true. it out there, especially a hybrid Romeo and Rapunzel. Romeo yeah. and Rapunzel set to Depeche Mode. Mm, personal uh, yeah. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, uh, you know, Todd, I could talk to you all night, but I feel like we're pushing sure. up against it. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting. I'm yeah. You probably have to get back to Ryan. Well, he's no, he's right outside the door. Uh, I'm pretty sure. What? Yeah, <laughs> we've had Ryan locked at the. No, no, no he and, won't talk. Andy. He won't talk, man. And he's not right outside. It, um. Anyways, uh, Todd, we really pre- you got anything you want to plug or anything like any special events? Any busking? You gonna be busking Besides while in Detroit? Ryan's butt. Hey, yeah. Did I mention that? No. That I'm guys... in love with him. No, oh. we did not get this. Probably, no, you know, love is crazy. That's why I probably do all this stuff. Now that not... you're, is, yeah. is it? Uh, is it requited? What? <laughs> <laughs> is it reciprocal? What <laughs> does does he love you back? I would think uh, I sleep in a nice cage. I mean, you think no, that I don't uh, even know. Fair it's so I don't escape and get to another. It's so he, I don't go fall in love with Phelps. That's what it is, man. Well, uh, yeah, he true. treats me like this, so I, you know, I deserve it. I, yeah. I, you know, the lover walks behind the lochty. That's what you do. <laughs> oh man, that's a good title of a memoir. Uh, Todd, I'm excited to read. Hey that man, someday. it's been great. Yeah, this yeah. has been awesome. Really appreciate. You've been a really man. cage man. Yeah, you've been a really um, good boy. I have to say, you. you've been a really good you've, boy. This has been nice. Kind of seemed like you're circling. I feel like you need to go out. So we're well, gonna get you. Actually, you got a, you got a shower I can use. I got a, I got my own toiletries gonna, and stuff. Hey, I'm I just, just gonna. I'm just, Right, we're Look trying to end the show. Yeah, I'm just oh, gonna, that's a nice blanket. Just, yeah, what are right? you gonna, how are you gonna? <laughs> All right, that's well, hey. uh, this has been a fun episode. Really I have to say. Uh, thanks again to Mike Spat. Nope, Spath. I, Michael Spath. Wait, let me re- restart that. Thanks again to Mike Spath um, for being on earlier, and mm-hmm. Jeff's mic. And right now, snoring in the background is just Todd. Todd just apparently. Todd. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, this has been an episode. This Absolutely. is fumbling around. I'm Matt Penridge. I'm Andy Reid. This, this is, is fumbling, fumbling around. around. <laughs> <laughs>